0: eligible items only exclusions apply see ebaymotors.com hey you love the show
1: right show off that love with a shirt from loisrules.com or get your gimmick at boxagimmicks.com the official store of what happened when posters hats tumblers accessories
2: and more boxagimmicks.com
3: the most hated jeweler in america is excited to introduce you to someone very special she's beautiful classy and she's brilliant She will dazzle you. People can't stop staring at her. Meet Krista. She is easy. Wait, 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 what? (laughs) Krista is Steven Singer's most loved engagement ring and takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, 100% eye flawless, near colorless, high quality round brilliant cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany setting that will withstand the test of time. Krista is available. She's ready for love and ready to meet you. Steven Singer isn't in the jewelry business. He's in the love business. This magnificent full one-carat round brilliant cut diamond is only $31.98. Real jewelry doesn't have to be expensive, plus free shipping and 12 months interest-free financing. Steven's showroom is open by appointment only, or go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on the Krista Ready for Love engagement ring. Steven singer, jewelers, real jewelry, real
0: experts for your real love. That's I hate Isn't it hard to believe it's already October 2020 has been a strange year. And for a lot of us, 2020 has been a challenging year and I'm here to help you out just in time for the holidays. Halloween is right around the corner plus Thanksgiving, Christmas before you know it, it'll be 2021 and well, we're probably all really looking forward to that, but. The holidays can be a very stressful time for families who maybe you're having to stretch that budget a little further. And with all the extra wrinkles and expenses this year, this could be the most challenging holiday season ever for a lot of families. And that's where I think SaveWithConrad.com can help you out. I hope so. At least we've routinely helped our podcast listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. If you've unfortunately racked up a bunch of debt and now you find yourself feeling stuck making minimum payments, save with conrad.com can help you out. First of all, we're going to show you how to get out of debt faster at a much better interest rate and do it with cheaper monthly payments. Here's how we do this. First of all, we're going to get you a better deal on your mortgage. Most Americans have an interest rate in the fours, fives, or sixes, but we're routinely helping our podcast listeners get interest rates in the twos and threes. And I've been doing mortgages for 19 years. I've never been able to offer rates in the twos, but I'm doing it every day now. And I'd love to run the numbers for you and show you how much you can save by taking advantage of these historic rates while we've still got them. We've all got this election looming. Nobody knows exactly what that's going to do to rates, but I know we've got the best rates we've ever had right now, but the time to act is now before it's too late and how's this for starters, no house payments for two months. You won't have to make your november or your december payment you're done until next year wouldn't that be nice let's go ahead and finish up 2020 with no house payments i mean let's face it your house payments your single biggest bill right now imagine if you got to pocket two months of that that's going to be the cash infusion you need just in time for the holidays and oh yeah don't put christmas on a credit card we can show you how to get rid of all that credit card debt once and for all so by the time 2021 rolls around You've got a much better interest rate. You've got a much better mortgage. You've got no credit card debt, and it really is the clean slate. Maybe you've been looking for. Let's make it happen for you right now. Get a quick quote for free at save with Conrad.com. We're licensed in more than 40 States. You don't need perfect credit and you don't need money out of your pocket to see if we can save you some cash. So what have you got to lose? Two house payments, a lot of stress, unnecessary interest. You've got a lot to lose, but only if you hurry right now. Save with Conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. It's Save with Conrad.com.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Welcome
4: to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Jim Crockett, for Arcade, 605 NWA TV title, Cajun Omni, The Bunkhouse Stampede Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express,
3: Team, Turner, in Mid-South, Joy, World Championship Wrestling Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling The NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions Tony and First North, they win Look, Shivani's back again World title split
4: off, center stage, Bischoff Disney, Hogan, and Nitro New World Order and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arcade Champ, Vinny Mac, Simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad. Not your classy podcast. Watch along, try not to laugh. Lois rules cat back. This wasn't the initial plan. Tom's like a good looking man. Quad like Bill, make a tip.
2: Tommy, you come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring. And here's your co host. Hey, hey,
0: Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to what happened when, with the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. How are you? Con, sir. Conrad, what's up? Good talking to everybody. Once again,
3: I'm really excited about what we're getting ready to watch. Boy, am I excited? because it's going to bring back some, uh, some good memories, some bad memories. You know, WCW was kind of on its way down. Jim Crockett promotion was on its way down at this time. And, uh. But anyway, it's the old TBS studio stuff. So why not? Right.
0: It's going to be fun. It's world championship wrestling, October 17th, 1987. Uh, it's a one hour and 21 minutes. I want you to go to N ring on your WWE network, scroll down the WCW scoot over until you see the world championship wrestling logo with that famous globe image, click 1987, scoot down a little bit and you'll see October 17th, 1987. Uh, the headline is sting makes a splash that will change the NWA forever. Yes. This is Steve Borden sting his very first appearance on WTBS. And of course we know what a big star he's going to become. I'm looking forward to covering this one with you, bud. Uh, but I guess we should address this right up top, right at the front of the show, you and I had a gentleman's agreement earlier in the week that we were not going to give each other shit about the outcome of the Alabama Georgia game. No matter what, we got a little bit of a, uh, Hate when we talked about college football in the more prior weeks, I guess maybe because not everybody who listens to this is a American or B interested in sec ball. So we're not going to beat each other up about what happened this past Saturday, but I would like to say good game, Tony.
3: Same to you, Conrad. See, look, and we can be civil. It's possible. And I also like to say how, uh, honestly, how great it is being able to go to, to a football game in Tuscaloosa. I've been only a few times, but I had a great experience. So there you go.
0: Yeah. And how weird is it that this was supposed to be the year that you and I were going to like make a weekend out of it and hang out down there. And, uh, as luck would have it with social distancing, I just said, you know what, just, uh, go ahead and keep my money for my tickets and apply it to next year. I'm going to sit this one out. So you were in T town and I was in my house with Corey Ryan Forster and his dad. And my dad watching them all hoot and holler. So it was fun. But uh it would have been more fun hanging out with you.
3: Yeah. How many times did Larry Thompson say, bitch?
0: Every play. (laughs) Every play. It's the best. Well, we uh I guess we should also acknowledge we both got a little heat after all the Silva talk last week. I think uh both Dave and Heather are now low key mad at me.
3: Well, there you go.
0: Life goes on. Yeah. You think they're mad. Now you wait till I get both their kids floating with balloons. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes, sir. <laughs> Without further ado, boys and girls pull up world championship wrestling, October 17th, 1987, one hour, 21 minutes way back when we used to, uh, tag in our other tag team partner here, the back girl, big ass titty girl. Oh, Shivani, but we're not doing that anymore now. We've got some of our big supporters on Patreon and you can be one too. scoot on over patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday, lots of exclusive content, some video of living with Lois, which has to be torture, uh, some other bonus content over there as well, including some big sw- swag bags that went out and, uh, the rumor and innuendo Tony is that we've got a big zoom planned where it's going to be almost like a, a low key star cast of sorts, because you and I are going to be on camera with some of our friends in the wrestling business and, and all of our uh, big supporters over there on Patreon get to join in on all the fun.
3: Yeah. It's something that we, uh, we talked about doing and we've tried to put together and we are working on it and it should come about in the next couple of weeks, uh, within the next month, I hope, uh, where we're going to have our, uh, low key big hog virtual get together with some friends who will join us and it'll be a lot of fun. So it's been a lot of fun, uh, getting to know these low-key big hogs and getting to know these glass bottom boat riders. And of course, uh, we do have other levels as well, but we're having a great time and we, we look forward to what we're going to be able to bring you on Patreon within the next month.
0: So stay tuned. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And without further ado, let's fire up that in ring WCW world championship wrestling, October 17th. 1987 let's get our countdown going here tony Drumroll, please here's
3: a brand new countdown hello this is mike from the town of west texas proud
4: listener of what happened when and my gimmick is over with all your old ladies and now on to the countdown three two one and play
5: Shogun himself, hero Matsuda, he's going to demonstrate to Mr. Young, the senior referee. He in turn can pass along to the rest of the referees. The only thing is, of course, the Oriental version of the sleeper hold differs just a little bit from the uh, sleeper that Johnny Weavers used, this, this Weaver lock, but the principle is still the same.
0: Looks like Tommy chose Hardway. Tony, could you fuck to this wrestling bringing you great wrestling action
5: sanctioned by the NWA, the national wrestling Alliance.
0: Could you get your rhythm on that? You think your,
5: your
3: hip I rhythm, don't know, but it, uh, is this not a great mullet or what?
0: Dude, look, at, it looks like you saw term life insurance. <laughs> I've, I'm ready for you to look at me right now and say, what's it going to take to put you in this new Ford Taurus today?
3: That is a man, I didn't realize my mullet was so good.
0: Dude, it looks like a dead animal. It looks like fucking roadkill.
3: <laughs> I think only our uh, only our longtime fans of what happened when uh reacted to the line, looks like Tommy chose the hard way. <laughs> 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 it popped me and I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> What a great fucking line.
0: Jesus Christ. Um how about How about David Crockett here looking like he works for Amway (laughs) David Crockett right here looks like he's got an idea on how you can make millions just by recruiting your friends.
3: (laughs) No, it's not a pyramid scheme, David.
0: It's a wrestling show. I love,
3: how about, how about them calling, uh, instead of saying Asian say Oriental, Oriental.
0: but you know what though? That was what people, oh, here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we're starting out with with gladiator one.
1: Problem we have for the fans. Sting is, you see right now, the Sheepers are here, the world tag team champions, Kelly Blanchett, iron Anderson, the Western States, heritage champion, Barry Windham.
2: Now there's another guy, Taylor.
0: All right. So sting is already in the ring. We didn't get the big sting entrance. Right. He's already in the ring and it is the most prototypical comical opponent ever. I mean, it looks like an extra from the wrestling scene in mama's family. A guy's in a full bodysuit, uh, just the color blue and a blue right. mask with white trim and the traditional, you know, lace up two-tone lace up wrestling boots. And sting has got on what looks like an ill-fitting pair of tights. There's no scorpion down the side. And it almost looks like he's wearing a, a, a thong based on the, the black trim at the top, black boots, and very simple black and yellow paint. Or maybe it's green. I'm colorblind. But the point is, it's not the sting that we're going to grow used to. And Sting's not only got just the flat top, but he's got like uh, a rat tail Jones in the back, too.
3: Yeah. And he's, uh, there's no personality here at all.
0: No. it's Just going through the motions, you know. And we are going to, I think we're going to see an interview with him in just a moment, but it's not quite the, you know, ah, sting that right. we'll see later.
3: Yeah, you know, it's it, it's like it's the it's the way it is. It's like just a basic wrestler. By the way, this uh this uh wrestler that he's going up against here, uh the uh gladiator is Gary Royal. And Gary Royal backstage is noted for probably one thing, one thing only, and that is he's the one that was pinned by the Mulkeys. Mm. So, he was under the mask. I I think they I don't think they were the gladiators. I don't know what they called them.
0: Well, I mean, he's gladiator one here, but yeah, he's probably doing something else in that game. Right.
3: So this, this is amazing. And, and the fans are obviously they don't know sting the people in the U, uh, UWF did obviously at that time. And, uh, and this is, I think this is right before
0: Jr. Joined us big stinger splash. And here comes the pin
2: and down for the pin. This is a thing. through the air. Come down hard to win. Your winner, Sting.
1: Okay, let's bring in Sting. And I know it was a great win for you right here on the Superstation. Good to have you with us. We heard a lot about you, and obviously everything is right. You're a great athlete. First time for me here at WTBS.
4: And I love being here at WTBS. I got a lot of big things happening. One thing, real big a good step in stone for me, Starcade 1987. Shy Town. And it's gonna be hot because I'm gonna be hot. See, my red blood cells just start to move a little bit, and I start going nuts. And that's just what's gonna happen in Starcade.
1: Okay, right here on the Superstation TBS, I know it's gonna be a big event for you, Starcade. Sting, best of luck to you. Sting, oh! ah! right here with us on the Superstation TBS. Fans, more action right after this.
0: Humble beginnings, but how cool is that to see the first stinger splash, the first sting promo. He's six weeks out from Starcade, and he's plugging it. I just that was a cool look, man. I mean, we could end the show right now if we want to, and we probably ought to, since it looks like Johnny Ace is out here. Yeah, Johnny
3: Ace and the Sheepherders. Hey! Whoa! Whoa! Yay!
0: You know, people in my real life ask me all the time, well, what do you have in common with these old-ass wrestling relics that you do podcasts with, like Tony Schiavone? Well, you know what I have in common with Bruce Pritchard and Tony Schiavone and Eric Bischoff? You know what we really have in common most of all? Our dogs. I mean, for goodness sake, the only bobblehead Tony Schiavone ever had in his famous career had his damn dog on the bobblehead. That's where we are. And uh, I'm I'm almost embarrassed to admit it, but... My dogs sleep in the bed with me every night. I mean, they're my best friends. We love our dogs and we want to take care of our dogs. And that's why we both use solid gold. This is a real game changer. If you care about your dogs, let me tell you a little bit about solid gold. Solid gold is in fact, the first holistic pet food company in America started way back in 74 by Sissy McGill. And Sissy was a trailblazer and a pioneer who disrupted a male dominated industry and created a natural pet food before it was cool. And Solid Gold's nutritional platform is inspired by their founding belief that high-quality food is the best way to impact our pet's mind, body, and spirit. Now, for over 45 years, Solid Gold has revolutionized that holistic pet food category, and they have a recipe for any dog or cat's dietary needs, including whole grain, grain grain-free, wet food, supplements like sea meal, and 100% human-grade bone broth for dogs. Which, by the way, my dog, and especially Bruce's dogs, they're obsessed with that bone broth. Solid Gold Foods are different because they cleanse the digestive system with whole superfoods, they're going to balance with living probiotics, and they're going to fuel with omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, supporting gut health and nourishing your pet both inside and out. And right now, to see the Solid Gold Pet of the Week, Go to solidgoldpet.com slash WHW. That's solidgoldpet.com slash WHW to see the deal of the week. Remember, solidgoldpet.com slash WHW. And let me just hit you with the truth. If you love your pet, you got to check out Solid Gold. Tony's doing it. I'm doing it. Eric's doing it. Bruce is doing it. Our dogs are better for it, and yours will be too. That's solidgoldpet.com slash WHW.
3: It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late to find yourself at a railway crossing, waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you may feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't ever to the naked eye. Trains often appear to be further away and moving slower than they are, and they can't stop quickly. Even if the engineer hits the emergency brake right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop. Over a mile to stop. By that time, it's too late, and the result is a potentially deadly crash. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop quickly. Even if it sees you, it ends in disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on the way. And you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can't. And heels that turned babyface were always big deals. And why was that? What about human nature makes you want to cheer for the heel? Or maybe it's God. He was a badass, but now he's on our side. And so Gene and Oli were big heels, but when I got to know him, it was like it's memorable moments. So there's there's my Gene and Oli story.
0: I want to mention, um, you know, we sort of had fun with, with Tommy young right at the top of the show here. And you and I normally record on Sunday mornings. So last Sunday morning, I had not read Mike Mooneyham's incredible bio. He did on Tommy young in the post and courier. So at this point, by the time you're listening to this, it's gosh, 10 days old. Go out of your way to go find the article on Tommy Young from Mike Mooneyham. Really, a great piece. It came out last Sunday. Let's track this.
4: Oh, you know, David Crockett. The elimination process has started. That's right, cousin. That means to you, dumb yanks out there that don't understand the Queen's English. The sheep owners have started to annihilate and al- eliminate right. all the tag teams in between us and the world titles. You see,
0: you want to punch Johnny ACE in the face real fucking hard right now. Sure. Do what is it about white sunglasses that makes a guy's face so punchable? <laughs> I mean, he, he's got your hair and mustache combination. You have a thicker mustache. But Lord, those white sunglasses, an airbrushed t-shirt that's cut off. I just want to punch that fucker.
3: Mm -hmm. I want to punch him so hard that I want Michael Hayes and Terry Taylor to fall down.
6: Mm. That's
0: pretty hard.
3: Mm. Wouldn't it be kind of your, if if you say, give me three guys that are on your Mount Rushmore of shitheads.
0: Oh yeah, I could do that. I can't tell you the names on the show, but you know, three of my names. Hmm. Isn't it yeah. interesting too that the perception of some of the quote unquote good guys in wrestling, I mean, I just think that's fun to think about. Like the bad guys in wrestling are often some of the best guys. Sure. Some Always. of the good guys in wrestling, are just real turd pieces of shit. Right.
3: And that was kind of on display. I know you and I have probably talked about this before, but I don't know if you've still seen it. Did did you ever see Mad Bull with Alex Karras? No. All right. Watch the movie. It's a movie from back in the seventies. I think it was a made for TV movie. Yeah. I think I've got it on DVD. It's, uh, it's really interesting. It's about wrestling where the bad guys are really the good guys and the good guys, really the bad guys backstage. It was pretty cool.
0: I'm gonna send that to a uh, Pauly Bromwell, see if he can't help me find that. That dude can find all kinds of old shit as you know.
6: Mad Bull.
3: Look at this. Uh what do we got? Oh, this must be this is the Starcade control center.
0: How great were these?
3: When you like
4: it I don't like it. Sit down and look at it because it's the best going today.: Woo!
0: How great was that?
6: Yep.
3: We're just having fun doing what we do best.
1: Oh, baby.
0: Look at this hair
1: each and every week for the big event on Thanksgiving night, k 87 shytown town Heat. And fans, as you know, last week we announced right here at the Control Center a gigantic event for the UWF heavyweight title.
0: Should have just used a stick mic instead of the live. you hear that fucking echo?
1: Yep. Western States Heritage Champion, who of course is Barry Wynn, and what a tremendous match that will be. But we're with not only the heavyweight champion the of the world.
0: Too. Yeah, I don't think your goddamn mic's on at all. Oh, look at this belt look here. Woof. And Mr. Crockett, I know you
1: have the big announcement for us right now.
5: It's one we've been working on uh, for a week now, and we're very, very pleased to announce that Ronnie Garvin will defend his title against Ric Flair in Chicago Thanksgiving night. It'll be in a cage, no time limit, no disqualification.
7: Ronnie, there it is. It's how you want it, in a cage against Ric Flair, the big night. Well, you know, it's a dream come true. You know, ever since I was a a small kid, I've always dreamed to be the world's champion because if you go back uh, about 80 some years, the NWA is the oldest. And to me, that's the only world's everywhere champion recognized in the world is the NWA. And uh, right now, I'm the proud champion and I'm holding it close to my heart. And uh, it was probably the most touching moment in my life. I would say that uh, it's probably better than getting married or having kids or or winning a million dollars because uh, there's a lot of prestige, and not only the money, but it's the accomplishment. I think uh, when, when you're number one in your sport, I think it's a great accomplishment, and I'd like to take the opportunity to say thank you to many fans, to all my fans across the world, to, to stay behind me, and stay behind me during all this time, because I know, go back to about a year, two years ago, I said I was gonna be the world's champion. And I know that my fans believed in me and stood behind me, and I'd like to say thank you very much for your support and your many letters, and uh, I know Ric Flair's entitled to a return match, and I I will give it to him in a cage match, just like I won the belt, because one more time I want to prove to the fans and to the whole world that I am the world's heavyweight champion.
5: Well, there he is, the heavyweight champion of the world, the man with the hand of stone, Ron Garvin. There, there is one more stipulation on this match, that okay. after October the 17th, uh-huh. Ronnie Garvin will not defend the title until chi Heat Thanksgiving night. Okay,
1: fans, now one of the biggest controversies in wrestling over the last couple of weeks... The last couple of months actually has been world television title. Nikita Koloff, the world television champion, claims he's the world TV champion. And, of course, Terry Taylor, the UWF television champion, claims he's the world television champion. Nice. I know Mr. Crockett and the commissioner of the UWF, John Ayers, have been at conference long and hard about this. Let's take a look now at some videotape to show you exactly what we're talking about.
0: So, lots to unpack here. First of all, I like this segment a lot. Uh, I, I, it tickles me to see you in that setting and wearing that JCP jacket, knowing that we recreated that a few years ago for photos at Starcast. It's just yeah. fun to think about all the silly shit we've done together. That really is like a fan's kind of picture of you in that outfit. Like I should have done that, but I didn't. Cause I was trying not to kill myself. Um, but Ron Garvin, man, how about that promo? Yeah. This belt means more to me than my wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically being married, having kids. <laughs> this is better than all that shit guys. And I did like the, um, you know, I know people make fun of Jim Crockett's on camera like, cause he was clearly out of his element, but yeah. dude, how great was he to say that extra stipulation? Oh, by the way, after October 17th, which is the air date of this show, no more title defenses. Cause they want to make sure the fans at least realize we're getting this main event, no matter what. Sure. Magnum TA here doing the double team with Terry Taylor on Nikita Koloff. And of course,
3: uh, is that, no, that's Eddie Gilbert, I think.
0: No, you're right. My apologies.
3: Yeah. Had a Magnum TA look about him though, from behind.
0: I was looking at my notes and flipped over and. Totally wrong. You're exactly right. Let's track it here.
2: Yes, that means we're the champion, right? Now there's no world doubt. Champion. We are the world's television champion.
1: But they went right in there and they stole that NWA world television title and belt. And they said one thing. We So it took two of them and they stole it. Well, Nikita's making his way over here. And Nikita, they took that title belt of yours and they walked up with it. But the one, Who that one? They took your world television title belt. Eddie Gilbert and Terry Taylor. What right, Evidently, they walked in the back there. I have no idea. He's talking about a He's a
4: He's a Where he go? Where
1: Well there it is, fans. Terry Taylor has stolen the trophy. The NWA World Television title belt and claims he is the World Television Champion. And Mr. Crockett, like we said, you and John Ayers, you've been in conference about this.
5: Yes, we've had uh, a great deal of conversation about this. Terry Taylor's actions were totally uncalled for. His stealing of the championship trophy, I agreed to Mr. Ayers' conditions. The NWA is the oldest and largest sanctioning body in the world. There hasn't been an NWA champion of any type ever backed down from any fight, and Nikhil Koloff is no exception. Thanksgiving night, there will be a unification, and I'm sure the NWA will come out on top of this one.
1: Well, there you have it, unification match. First time ever in professional wrestling history. Two alliances. A unification match for a world television champion. Well, fans, it's been a big day right here on the Starcade Control Center, and as you know, Shy Town Heat Starcade '87 draws closer each and every day. And we'll be back next week with more information about the big one Thanksgiving night Starcade '87 Shy Town Heat. I'm Tony Schiavone for the Wrestling Network.
0: I love that we threw from Tony Schiavone to Tony Schiavone.
1: Can't i tell you what, I'd like to hand it to John the commissioner of the UWF.
0: God dang, there's a lot of promos on this one. Yeah, there is. There is. You know, back
3: then promos were done much differently, obviously. And the promos, and I've I've mentioned this before, and this is what was cool about the promos on TBS, not including Nikitas. Barry Windham is, is told to go out and talk about his match, and he has really no time limit. He's going to talk until Dusty tells Tommy. Uh, Tommy Edwards, who was our director, to tell the floor director to wrap him up. Right. That's how long promos went. So you just went until Dusty was tired of it. And that that's, to me, that's, that is one of the, that's one of the, the, gosh, I know I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again. The law starts of wrestling. Just go out and do your promo, be yourself. This is Barry Windham being Barry Windham. And that's one of the magical things about it. Now, and Lex Luger is going to come out a little bit later on on this show and be Lex Luger, <laughs> and it didn't always work out. But Dusty road's is going to be Dusty road. so there you go. Oh, and here I didn't put him on my uh, Mount Rushmore, but maybe I should have. And you know what? It's because I, I when I think of Arn, even I think of Tully, I think of singles titles more than I think of yeah, tag
0: team. I think a lot of people do. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You want to see something cool though? How about this: George South and Rocky King hmm. against Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. JJ on the outside, of course, Arne and Tully have those blue tag straps. What was that stupid bullshit make believe nonsensical belt that Barry Windham had there? Was that the Western States heritage title?
3: Western States heritage title. That was a championship that dusty came out out with because we were moving West, obviously. And he wanted to make it a title that the fans in the Western States would draw to. And of course it had no impact at all but it was a good effort. See this hammer lock slam. That's that's Gene Anderson textbook stuff right there. I think, I think Zabisco. Do you have that belt by any chance?
0: No, I know where it is though. Really? Mm-hmm. Collector yeah. has it. And, uh, yeah. I was offered it once, but I thought it was overpriced and he wound up getting it. I may wind up with it one day. I've had a good little tear lately. So let me ask you this. How, how, give me a number. If you know
3: how many belts you have in your collection.
0: Oh, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to count and see. I mean, my, my two newest acquisitions were, um, uh, the WWF tag team title that was held by Owen Hart. And the British Bulldog, Steve Austin and Mick Foley, Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels, the Road Warriors, the Headbangers, wow. Godwins. Um, so some big ones. And then uh, I got the uh, Goldust Intercontinental. So just him and Ahmed Johnson. It was like spray painted gold, but a pretty classic one. If you're a belt collector. And I've got two more that I'm negotiating, working on hopeful for, I'm still trying to put together a trade with WWE. So. Hmm. Well, good luck with that. I think it's going to be a good year though. Uh,
3: belt wise. Hmm. You talking about the remainder of this year, or you talking about
0: 2021, the rest of this year, I'm, I'm hopeful that I'll get three or four more done this year, you know, I'm redoing some stuff in my home studio and I guess now's as good a time of any to tell you guys, uh, we're about to start recording video of our shows, and you'll see those on Patreon and on adfreeshows.com. So there'll be a video version. Uh, if you want to actually watch us talk, believe it or not, that's been something that's been requested, but I get it. Cause we could probably add some graphics here or there and make it funny or entertaining. And so we will have that coming up. And, uh, with that in mind, I ordered some new office furniture. I'm sort of remodeling my little studio set up here as you were, may recall, I had a little office off the kitchen and then a studio like by the garage. Well, now that everybody's working from home, I've forfeited my office uh, to the wife so she can work from home and I'll just do all my work in here. But in order to do that, I needed to get some new furniture. So I went ahead and ordered it and paid the whole deal. And they said, oh, I'll be in four to six weeks. Well, that was uh, 10 weeks ago. Huh. And because of COVID we're behind. Yeah. So yeah. they tell me end of October, I should have it. So we're just a couple of weeks away and I'll be up and running. But my idea was, Hey, uh, it comes with a bunch of bookcases or shelving or whatever, I'll put a lot of these belts behind me and it'll make a nice little, uh, backdrop for our video. Yeah, it will. That's, that's pretty cool. So I've been more actively hunting for this and that I actually found a really random one, the location of it at least, and reached out as me and you were talking literally yesterday uh, to try to get it that one right there. I'd like to source. I've been told the key to has it, but I haven't confirmed that, but that TV title from the UWF I think is one of the more beautiful and interesting belts. It's just got an interesting design with the side plates and stool plated. But you know, if I'm honest with you, I kind of don't give a shit about the UWF. And so I really just find myself wanting to collect stuff that I was really into and watching once upon a time, it was just about, oh, man, this ring used history of wrestling stuff is cool, but I've downsized a lot of my collection because now I'm just like, hey, if it wasn't something that I personally cared about, then like, I if I wasn't a fanatical fan for it, then I don't really give a shit.
3: I want to uh, hit you with something here. I'm ready. Of course, that you know, I always come to you with advice. You know, you gave me advice a week ago on On why I'm not a sports fan the way I was, this has been a very tough year uh, on many levels
0: for many people,
3: but for me personally, it has been a wonderful year. Oh,
0: this is your, this is your year, baby.
3: And And I feel guilty about that. Wow. And I feel, I feel paranoid about it. I. Maybe it's, it's the way Tony Schiavone has always been. I hate to talk about myself in third person, refer myself in third person, but I'm always looking for, you know, as you know, that I'm kind of negative and I just, I don't know. Like for instance, uh, Lois called me the other day and she said, Hey, uh, my sewing machine needs repair. I said, okay, take it to get it repaired. She took it to get it repaired. And she said, Hey, they, they want to sell me a new model. Can I get it? And I went, sure. She said, really? I said, yeah. I said, as much money as I spent on the bat cave, that's B-A-T cave, uh, the big ass titty cave, uh, as much money as I spent on the bat cave, why, how can I deny you not spending it? And so she spent a lot of money on getting a new sewing machine and a serger. It was a lot of money. And I just felt. I felt guilty about it. Why? I felt I felt guilty about it because people are struggling. And I just think, I don't know. I just, I just, I just, the way I'm wired, I guess.
0: Hey man, if you don't feel better about that, come look at Megan's new round table. <laughs> In the kitchen. God damn it. <laughs> I'm still dealing with that. I can't wait. By the way, I love Eddie Gilbert. Let's track it.
2: Odd years. So is it. Well, what do you do with an old horse that breaks his leg? Well, you take it out and you shoot it. It's out of the way. Well, the way we figure it from the UWF, the NWA has been around a long time. Yes, it has been the greatest. It has produced the greatest champions ever in the world. But I want to tell you right now, the UWF will produce the greatest ever in the future of professional wrestling. Nikita Koloff. Let me say one thing about Stargate. If it really came down to it the way we're talking about it, we might as well just put John Ayers against Jim Crockett and figure out which one is best. Why don't we quit and let the people sit behind the desk figure out what we're going to do? Why don't you step forward like the minute you say you are and step in the ring? Nikita comes out here and he misses all these people just like this. Boy, you dumped yourself out of a championship. I am the champion. I'll stay that way for as long as I so desire. And one more thing. I want everybody to know that John Ayers is not against us like everybody thinks he is. As a matter of fact, he's my good buddy. All right. <laughs> First fan.
0: Why does everybody keep saying John Ayers a million times? I'm so tired of hearing John Ayers. Yeah. You guys had an association with a fucking football player. See, so we want to make sure we say his name every single segment.
3: Hey, guys! Want to tell you once again about one of our favorite wrestling podcasts, Save by the Pod. Save by the Pod is the pop culture wrestling podcast you didn't know you wanted but need. From the Un-Americans to American Bandstand, the Beach Boys to Beach Brawl, and Double Dare to Double or Nothing, Save by the Pod takes you back to all the music, television, and pop culture that surrounded your wrestling fandom that month. Plus, Save by the Pod is the only wrestling podcast out there that gives you the chance to win cash. Cold, hard cash. Every month, over $30,000 in cash and prizes has been offered to lucky listeners the past few weeks. All this, plus the chance to win two lower bowl tickets, AEW's next fully fan-attended pay-per-view. No other podcast is doing that. Join host Pauly Beebe and some guy named Tim for a trip down pop culture memory lane along with everyone's favorite, Efren, for an alternative and ridiculous look at pay-per-views and television from years past. It's time to relive your youth. It's time to relive your wrestling fandom. It's time to be Saved by the Pod. Subscribe and download now. Available on all podcast platforms and follow the show online at SaveBTPod. That's at SavedBTPod.
0: Let's finish 2020 with a high note. Let's skip our next two house payments at savewithconrad.com. That's going to give you the extra cash you need this holiday season. And we're going to start 2021 with a better interest rate, a lower monthly payment, and no credit card debt. It sounds too good to be true, but we can do it for you right now. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket at savewithconrad.com. We routinely help our podcast listeners save 60, 70, 80, even $100,000 worth of unnecessary interest. But how much can you save? Find out right now for free at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. That's savewithconrad.com.
3: The most hated jeweler in America is excited to introduce you to someone very special. She's beautiful, classy, and she's brilliant. She will dazzle you. People can't stop staring at her meet Krista. She is easy. Wait, wait, wait. What (laughs) Krista is Steven singers, most loved engagement ring and takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring, a bright white, 100% eye flawless near colorless, high quality, round, brilliant cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany setting that will withstand the test of time. Krista is available. She's ready for love and ready to meet you. Steven Singer isn't in the jewelry business. He's in the love business. This magnificent full one carat round brilliant cut diamond is only $31.98. Real jewelry doesn't have to be expensive, plus free shipping and 12 months interest-free financing. Steven's showroom is open by appointment only, or go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on the Krista Ready for Love engagement ring. Steven Singer Jewelers, real jewelry, real experts for your real love. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
0: How about dusty spitting mad, calling him a son of a bitch.
3: Yes, sir. man.
0: Oh, look at, look at this jacket. Look at the look of Lex Luger here. He's like the last members only jacket. Yep. He's the last member. What do you think he's saying here?
3: Well, I just want to say a few things that the belt to my left has no meaning at all. What has meaning is the fact that I have people in the bar, wherever I go. Peel my shrimp for me. That's right. I'm not getting stinky fingers. No, 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 no. Because you know, when you start peeling shrimp, you get that smell on your fingers. You can't get it off. You can't get it off with any type of soap, any type of cologne, any type of scrubbing will not get it off. So I have people do it for me. You see, I make a lot of money. So I know how to piss away money. And I piss away money by paying guys like 50 bucks to peel my shrimp. That's what I do. That's part of me. And here's the fact that's how big it is right there. I just did my line across my face. There we go. Here it is again. That's how big it is right there. And that's how big it is again, finger and thumb. And let me tell you this, that I Lex Luger is, well, hold on. There's my size again, right there. Go to right across the face, man. I just, I, I, I get a, I get a thought in my brain. And then the hand comes up. I can't control this hand. This hand on my right is just, its there it is. There it is. Thumb and finger again. That's how big it is right there. And that's another way of how big it is. So I, every time I come up with thought what I was talking about, oh, we're talking about Starcade 87. Exactly. We have seen Sting on this show. We have seen the Weaver Lock. We have seen Dusty Roads. We have seen the, oh, there goes my hand again. And I've lost my concentration. That's right, Tony, the hand Apparently has a mind of its own. A lot of guys in the business say their picker has a mind of its own, but my hand does. My right hand, I can't control it. I point to myself. I point to the camera and I show you how big it is right there. Thumb and finger. And I draw the line. Of, I, there it goes. I, I lost my concentration once again. I should have lost my concentration. Now what was all oh, I talking about Starcade. Yes. A, at Starcade, I'm oh, sorry. That hand has got my attention again. I just, I can't stop. Well, here's the, here's the deal. I'm the assistant booker and I'm the one that came up with the weaver lock. And I'm the one that came up with Hiro Matsuda. That's right. I know he's Asian. I know he's Korean, but I called him Oriental. You know why? Because back in 1987, we could get away with it. We could get away with a lot of other things too. As a matter of fact, the things that Ric Flair did in 1987, if he tried to do it in 2020, he'd be put in jail. That's exactly right. So here's the deal. We got news for you. We're going to all end up on jail one day.
6: I love doing
0: these with you, Tony. How do you? Oh my God. Paul Jones. <laughs> How would you describe what Paul's wearing here? Uh, he
3: looks like, uh, it looks like a, uh, Mater D at a, at Tijuana Joe's. My God, it's it's
7: Wilbur.
0: Track it.
7: Hey, he's he's shaking hands with everybody and having a good time with the fans as he goes by. Mighty
2: Mighty Wilbur shaking hands. Jones is hard. at it. You know Jones has been telling us this was his killer
7: out here for a couple of weeks. Yeah. He looks like he's awful friendly. Jones snapping at him with that whip in his hand, telling him to get that shirt off. Jones didn't like that. He didn't like it. I tell you, Johnny, he looks like a, a big grizzly bear. He's every bit as big as one, but he looks like he might have the personality of a teddy bear. And that's not what is. Oh, oh, I can't believe it. Oh, Jones is really irate, and he wants to shake hands now with Ricky Nelson. It's a part. Jones is going to do it.
0: This is, uh, a little different. Tell Who us- is, uh, did I miss something? How, uh,
3: did the mighty Wilbur stay in wrestling, become somebody.
6: You need to look that up. I, he looks like a country music singer to me. I love you for that. I mean, the guy seems like he's got some yeah he's big but I mean he's like
3: oh, I remember Ricky Nelson too I'd forgotten about him
0: he worked under a mast as a uh, incubus for Crockett and <laughs> championship wrestling from Florida
3: okay and that was it he never did do anything with the
0: WWE huh I don't believe so Look at Randall B- man Randall Buchanan was his real name he passed away
6: back in 2014. Oh,
0: what do you, um, what can you tell us about Paul Jones? You haven't told us a lot of great Paul Jones stories, but this, this outfit he's rocking here is something else.
3: Well, well, Paul was at one time, a real big wrestling star. We're talking about the seventies and yeah, in Florida. As a heel in Jim Crockett promotions, uh, as a baby face and a heel. I went to a, a wrestling show where he and Ricky Steamboat became world tag team champions in a one night tournament. to crown, the new world tag team champions sold out Greensboro Coliseum. And then he would end up turning heel on Steamboat. He was never that great of an interviewer. Matter of fact, we go back to him right here. Uh, we probably want to track it. Just listen to what he had to say. Uh, if, if in fact, we're going to go back to me and me and Paul Jones on the, uh, on the set, Yeah, you are. but, but, but Paul was, uh, Paul was all right. Paul was really big in Amway. I think I mentioned that before. And, uh, I, Paul and I always got along I, as a fan. I never did like Paul Jones as a, I'm talking about strictly as a fan because he was a guy that as a baby face would say, I'm going to hit him. Ooh, I'm going to hit him. And I would say, well, fucking hit him. There we go. Now let's see if we can
1: track this. That was just moments before his conversation with hero Matsuda Paul. That was as smooth as you would have wanted. I know he that. He may
4: have been a little green when he came here from Bastide. But you can't tell me a man weighs 450 pounds, six foot 5 can't be vicious.
2: You, you'll see him here tonight and you'll see a changed man. Because I'm going to make him the most vicious man in the world. Number one, Paul
1: Jones fans. We have another hour of world championship wrestling coming up. All the top stars of the NWA. Let's break away. Craig Sager and college football scoreboard. We'll be back.
3: Wow. How about that shit? Craig Sager, the late Craig Sager and a college football scoreboard. Hmm. And here is the devil himself, buddy.
0: I love Kevin Sullivan, but it feels like he could be really rough on these guys.
3: Oh, he beat the fuck out of people. And you know what? It's, it's not that it, sometimes I, I don't think that because he was just mean, I just think he wanted his shit to look real. And I think, I think any guy that went in the, in, in, in the ring against him, I think they knew. And I think he let them know what was going to happen, but he was, uh, you know, Kevin, Kevin was legit, man. I haven't talked to him since baseball season. It's kind of come and went in a way, but yeah, man, Kevin was, uh, there's a, uh, there's a documentary out there about, uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I think it's on Netflix. Maybe it's on Hulu about independent wrestling. And about them bringing Kevin Sullivan in.
0: No, I hadn't seen that.
3: Oh, what's it called? I, I, I got bored with it and.
0: Well, thanks for putting it over here. (laughs) Uh, I want to plug this thing. Kevin Sullivan's in. I mean, I got bored with it, but. No, I'm not going to plug it. I just was mentioning about
3: how Kevin, they were just talking about Kevin's career and, and all the things that he has done in wrestling, which is uh, a lot, a lot. Hell is the name of that?
0: thing? There's a promo. All right. What do you think he's saying here, Tony?
3: Oh, I do. I, let me say this. The, the Boston Red Sox and it, it's 1987 and they have yet by this year ever to win a world championship. But I know as we cross into the next decade through the nineties, they are still yet to win a world championship. As a matter of fact, it was just last October, a year ago that the ball went between Bill Buckner's legs And I wanted to kill myself. But I thought, you know what? We're going to win a World Series, I know. And then, flash forward, if I can get into a time machine, we're finally going to win a World Series in 2004. And then we're going to win a couple more after that. And that is going to erase all the history and all the bad blood that we have had with the New York Yankees throughout the years. Yes, the curse of the Bambino will be done by 2004. Tony, you have a line on the socks. Uh, And by the way... Uh, the new England Patriots are going to rule football now, not in 1987, because it wasn't just that long ago where they, I believe, uh, uh, they were in the super bowl against the, the Chicago bears and they lost to the bears. Uh, and, uh, but that was the old Patriots. Now the new Patriots are going to rule football. And those are the only two things I, I worry about. I think about the socks and I think about the Patriots all and I also like uh, that restaurant out on the, uh, the pier in Boston called uh, the no name restaurant. It has no name at all. And it's kind of a dinky little place, but it's got great seafood. And I also, let me say hello to Larry Bird and the Boston Celtics and Bill Russell, the greatest and red Auerbach, the greatest coach of all time. And uh, Kevin McHale Skip, snap like that, snap my fingers and you are the NBA champs. And just like every Celtics fan out there, I hate the Los Angeles Lakers and I hate magic and I hate uh, Kareem and I hate, uh, Pat Riley and I hate all of them, but here's the deal. One of these days, and I'm going to predict by 2004, the Red Sox are going to win the world series and erase all that. D- Was this supposed to be a wrestling promo? Oh shit. Okay. Uh, uh, uh a wrestling promo. Uh, who's my, op- who's my opponent in Starcade? Uh, whoever he is, I'm going to beat you like the Celtics beat the Lakers and like the new England Patriots are going to beat people, uh, for the next couple of years. All right, fans. I have no idea what the fuck he was going to say, but let's go to the ring. And I hope I don't get kissed.
0: Next up. Uh, Jesus. Christ. What are we watching here? Boogie, Woogie Jimmy Valiant? Who's his tag team partner here? Bugsy McGraw. Well, he's dressed like a fucking goof. He was always a goof.
3: (laughs) I think Bugsy just recently passed away.
0: Way to shit on a guy.
3: (laughs) I didn't kill him.
0: I love you for that.
3: Way to shit on a guy.
0: By the way, uh, I'd like to report he's had a miraculous recovery. He is not dead.
3: Oh, there you go not bugsy's not dead just my memory is is
0: there anybody else you want to fake kill here on the show today by the way if he dies before this airs you're gonna have to clean it up again like when we gave animal shit a month ago
3: (laughs) wow was that was that terrible timing or what
0: god damn i I didn't even remember it was in there so when you were like hey i gotta edit the show i'm like what do you mean you're like well some of that shit we gotta take out i'm like what are you talking about we talked about animal we didn't talk about animal and you're like well i did i was like oh fuck i forgot about that but we taped it in the past so i just didn't remember
3: look at jimmy Valiant. that's all he did little thumb to the throat come on daddy
0: if my dad was a wrestler he would be jimmy valiant what's that my dad was a wrestler he would be jimmy valiant look at bugsy those goggles. <laughs> you know what I just realized? Michael Keaton once looked for Bugsy McGraw for inspiration. <laughs> Do you remember Michael Keaton dressing like that? Uh, what movie was it? Like duplicity or something like that. Okay. Multiplicity.
3: Multiplicity.
0: Where he clones yeah. himself. Remember?
3: Clone deeps. Absolutely. cloned deeps. Well, he himself. kept
0: cloning himself and they kept getting dumber every time. Yep. So then he had one that was, uh, well, not all the way there, and that guy dressed just like this guy. I think I'm going to get kissed here. Let's track
6: it. Hey, and I- I want to
4: say that it's going to be the first time in the history of the Army and the first time in the history of Nassau Coliseum that you're going to see the team of the Boogie Woogie Man and Crazy Bucky McGraw together. Don't you dare, people, when you see the Crazy Man and the Boogie Man together, don't you dare miss this. And I'll tell you what, I feel sorry for our opponents because they We'll need big moment flowers. When they're done, I guarantee you that. Hey, crazy man! Look at here. Come over here! Look at here! Look at here! Why uh, they looking so good? Just like my my street brother said, you know. First time in the history of the army, looking man and I coming together. No matter who's in there. Nassau Coliseum, New York. You have never seen a reality like this in your. Entire life. Something new, baby. Something great, something dynamic. And I got a little poem for all people. This is about reality, really. I shot an arrow into the air. Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Where it went, I do not care because I buy my arrows wholesale.
0: What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I buy my arrows wholesale. Wholesale. Oh God! Well, another promo. My God, there's so many classic ones. This is mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes in a cowboy hat and a yep. duster. Here we go. think
4: you, Dusty. <laughs> J.J. Dillon. Dusty, 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 Dusty. Tell Hiro Matsuda the Shogun that Dusty Rhodes is looking for. And in Greensboro, North Carolina, on the 25th, I'm going to find it. The Shogun, now, not on Anderson, Tulley Rick Flower, on a total package. Lex Luger comes for Dusty Rhodes, but now they send the Orient's best, the old master, the master of evil. The master of the Orient, Devil, Hiro Matsuda, the shogun for Dusty Rhodes. Johnny Weaver told me, well, the stories alone, the battle of 68 is evil just to hear Johnny Vallon Weaver talk about it. But now then, it's me and you on that stumbling block to Starcade, 1987. Lex Luger, the total package, comes out here with the astute vocabulary of a college-educated man. I am a country boy, an ass-kicker from Austin, Texas. Colleges I went to to play football, Daddy, I went to the bars in the streets for education. And I went to the ladies of the evening for a little insight on reality. Don't tell me what Dusty Rhodes, the American dream is, are gonna do. You belong to me on Stargate, Jimmy Crockett. He needs to know that I'll sign anything in the world to get Lex Luthor in the 87. So don't count, J.J. Dillon on Dusty Rhodes going down to Greensboro. The Shogun will feel the American dream. And let's look at the total package, the educated man, the good-looking, sweet-talking, limousine ride, new style on the horizon must beat the legendary Dusty Rhodes, the king of legendary Saturday nights. And Shogun... Belong to me.
3: Go to the
0: ring. Not his best promo.
3: No, he almost did Johnny Valentine uh, instead of Johnny Weaver. But he wanted what he wanted to do was because we had and I knew how Dusty worked because we had had such a silly promo before the break.
0: He needed to be he serious. He wanted to Try to be serious. Yeah. So I get that. How about the way he pronounced his Shogun too? Shogun. Shogun. As only.
3: You know, does he mispronounce words on purpose?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. Just to be fun. Right. By the way, how cool are the rock and roll express here? Got their old Miss colors on. <laughs> they sure do. Hey, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we teased something. We got a big uh, response to it and we never followed up. So I think it's time right now, as we see the rock and roll express do their thing for us to bring out a little dear Noah. You may recall this is our version of dear abby it's an advice column
3: should i should i bring in any music during this
0: if you'd like let's get started dear noah mm. my marriage has become sexless how do you cope with the lack of intimacy year after year it's signed sex deprived in saskatchewan but it's actually dave hancock in elkhart indiana
3: okay dave thank you very much for your note uh Obviously, a lot of people would say, take matters into your own hand. I say, don't do that. I say to watch a lot of sports, watch a lot of baseball, uh, don't watch anything that involves, uh, beautiful women like a James Bond movie or like a soap opera and just, uh, get yourself a dog and, uh, watch a lot of Netflix. That's how you handle it. It's terrible advice. And by the way, separate bedrooms. This is always work. Getting worse. Yeah.
0: Uh, here's another uh dear Noah, I really like this guy at work and have for a long time, but I'm shy. What should I do? And that comes to us from Eric Rottencrotch. So, Eric, good luck with your guy at work. Uh, what advice can you give, Eric?
3: Eric, don't shit where you eat.
0: Just going to say, take a pass there.
3: No, it's, that's good advice. Eric knows how to sort that out. Okay. Stay away from workplace stuff. Don't shit where you eat.
0: Um, this one comes to us from, oh, here's a little video for dusty. I like you guys are rocking these music videos. We had one earlier for Flair, now one for dusty. I like that the highlight highlight video for Dusty is just standing and shaking his hands or walking to the ring. Yeah, they like the smoke into- and the lights and the music. How cool was it when Dusty painted Tully on the side of his head over his ear?
6: It's great, man.
3: Holding on to his hat, make sure no fans grab it.
0: James. Has another one here for us. Dear Noah. Oh, Lord. I just read the first, started the first sentence and I already regret doing this segment. This is why we can't have nice things. Dear Noah. (sighs) I was once going down on a girl and she spread her butt cheeks apart, basically telling me she wanted a finger up there. I obliged, of course. As I'm there to please the lady. Well, I put my finger out, pull my finger out and noticed some feces on it. And before I could do anything, she started sucking the finger. Then she wanted a kiss and I refused. She got upset and left. Am I in the wrong on this?
3: Yes, you are. Oh, really? Yeah. You're in the wrong by sending me that fucking
0: question. Thank you. Skitch wants to know, uh, dear Noah, any advice on how to stop being a slapdick? Uh, yes. Uh,
3: the, the advice I would give you would be to, um, join our Patreon channel. If you are a member of Eric Bischoff or JR's or Arn Anderson's. Or, um, Bruce Pritchard's Patreon, uh, you immediately stop payment on that and come to ours. That'd be the best way because slapdicks here are welcome. Slapdicks anywhere else are made fun of,
0: uh, Bruce Pritchard doesn't have a Patreon. Everybody else is just using ad free shows. Lazy bunch of shit. Uh, this goes from pond water, Dave. Oh good God. Uh, dear Noah. My wife of 40 years has started making rude comments about my small penis. Did mm-hmm. I ignore her or whip her ass for knowing the difference?
3: No, you should ignore her because she obviously knows the difference between a small penis and a big penis. And you don't want to hear it.
0: What do you mean? You don't want to
3: hear it. You don't want to hear it. Just ignore bad news. You ignore bad
0: news. This comes to us from, um, Justin Zimmerman. Jesus, he says, dear Noah. This friendly old man is constantly texting my wife at night under the guise of being a friend. Is there a way this will turn into a three-way?
6: Um, well,
3: uh, Justin, it depends on how wacky of a guy you are, and if you're a really a wacky guy, the chances are, yes. we can only hope. I mean, we can only imagine that it would turn into something like that.
0: Uh, Chris Costner wants to know, dear Noah, what should I order at the Ackworth Shoney's?
3: Uh, I would order, I would order a, uh, for sale sign and stick it on the door.
0: Mike wants to know, dear Noah, I'm at lunch. I'm on my lunch break at Wendy's. What should I order?
3: Uh, You should order a double with mustard and onions only and no cheese.
6: Cheese does not belong on a hamburger. Uh,
0: Uh, Are we at the end? Dear Noah, my fiance and I have waited, I've decided to wait until marriage to have sex. He's mentioned something about having a button on for a fur coat. Should I be worried? From uh, Anonymous.
3: No, no you, you shouldn't because there is Blue Chew. Blue Chew doesn't And make- it makes things all magic. Really? Uh, Blue Chew can work a lot of magic. Unfortunately, it cannot make
6: Michael Hayes go away. As we see in the ring right now.
0: Have he you talked hey, to Michael hey. in a while? No, I'm not. He had a surgery no, during COVID, by the way. He did what? He had a surgery during COVID. Oh, really? hmm
3: And what type of surgery would that have been?
0: I don't think he wants me to say, but... Uh, That's he, not going to stop you? He's much, 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 much more comfortable now.
3: Hmm. Okay, so, gotcha. I know what that is. So he's, he's in good shape. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that.
0: Apparently he was hurting pretty bad before, but I think he's good to go now.
3: So how long ago was that about?
0: Um, I think he probably had the surgery done in April.
3: Oh, okay. It's a long
0: time ago. Maybe May. I
3: he's, See, he's, I was thinking, I was thinking about maybe, uh, send him a text and ask him how he's doing. But since the surgery is a long, long way ago, a long time ago, it's probably not a good idea.
0: No, that's okay. He'd love to hear from me. He likes you. Mm. It's that Bruce. He doesn't like worth a damn.
3: (laughs) I bet. Bruce probably, probably snaps him in line.
0: Can you imagine how weird that is for Hayes? Bruce is the odd man out for so long and now he's back. Vince's ear. Yeah. I haven't talked to, uh, Hayes about it, but he's got to think this is fucking weird. Hmm. Maybe I need to get one of them podcasts with Conrad.
3: <laughs>
0: How great yeah. is Jimmy Garvin? I wish Jimmy Garvin would have had more of a singles run. I loved him.
3: I loved his look, loved his rap, obviously precious. And I got along great. She was, a, she was a good family, family woman. And, uh, yeah, I, I agree. And if you talking about, I think we've talked about this before. You talk about somebody who looks nothing like he used to look.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, he's completely bald now. Yeah.
3: You will never recognize this guy.
0: No, I walked past him a hundred times before I knew what was. what. Yeah.
3: Michael Hayes. You will, you will recognize Michael Hayes. You'll look at this, say, weren't you that free bird? And he go, yeah. I said, then you say, how long have you been sucking on that air hose? That would be your next question. So you could tell that's Michael Hayes. But Jimmy Garvin. Nope.
0: How long you been sucking on that air hose? This is old school shit right here, man. Is this bringing you back in, you in your fields today?
3: You know what? It, it is kind of, but you know what brings me back in my fields more than that is 85, two years prior to that. The old music. Mm. This is the new music and the new graphics package we had. And this was, you know, the, the UWF was, was coming in and the sale was being made, I guess. made, Uh, and I guess JR would join us. I mean, would gosh, I think JR would join us right after this. It may have been the next week. I'm not sure when the, he started.
0: The belt did look cool on Ron Garvin, didn't it? Oh yeah. Sure
6: did.
3: And he's getting ready to beat up Tommy angel.
0: I think Ron Garvin was probably one of those not here to fuck around in real life guys. Yeah. I could see him flipping out of the home Depot mm-hmm. beating a guy half to death with a fucking two by four.
3: Well, he was also the type of guy. Here we go. Mm. Oof. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty stiff. Right now, Tommy Angel's thinking, what the fuck am I
0: doing? But this shit's stupid. Oh, the Garvin stomp? So terrible. But here's my thing. Put him in a leather jacket, his hair black. Yep. Put him standing behind any mob boss in New York on a movie from the 80s or 90s. It's believable. Yeah. He's, he's like our uh, Sammy the Bull type character.
3: Ronnie used to think it was fun just to beat people up. I mean, he was having a good time. Watch this. I thought he was going to slap you in the back.
0: He oh. still might be. Yep. Here we go.
1: Oh, he picked him up to knock him He's down again. Swimming.
0: I like uh, Teddy Long yelling the count, too. Uh-huh. Uh Let's
3: see this punch again. I want to, I want to see the replay of the punch. Cause I think it
0: really connected. Here we go. He sold it. Like it was, oh, he's good.
3: Yeah. He hit him with the wrist, kind he, of. He
0: took care of him. Uh, dear Noah, mm. I work with a bully. What should I do? Matt Coon. Okay. Matt,
3: what you should do is you should hire a couple of people to beat up that bully Okay. Then find out and find out where that bully lives. And go beat up his parents and beat up any member of his family.
0: Why are you sending Matt Coon to my house? Don't worry. You know, he will get as far, he will get as far as the couch. All snowflake himself here, Matt Coon. He believes he really legitimately believes that I'm a bully. Really? And we know that's not true. No, it's not true. He's just a snowflake Jones. (sighs) I always like when you say tink, when you're thinking, when you do your impression of Ryan Garvin. Ronnie Garvin? Here's what I tink. Here's what
3: I tink. I got your number. He used to say tink. Dino Bravo used to say tink. There was a time back in, way back in the 70s when Dino Bravo... And Mr. Wrestling, Tim Woods were the world tag team champions, NWA world tag team champions. And they did an interview and Dino got lost in the interview. My friend and I, Johnny talk about, talked about a lot and he was doing, I think, I think, I think. And he got lost and it was, we just thought it was fucking hilarious.
0: My favorite is, uh, I used to work with a guy who was legit from Ireland. Like just moved here. And, uh, great guy, big personality, great salesperson, great customer service guy. Customers loved him, blah, blah, blah. But he, did, he had that accent or whatever. And he loved, loved, loved playing golf. Okay. And I'll never forget. He was he took some realtors out or whatever, and he's coming back and telling everybody about his day. And, and then on the turd hole, what happened was And when he said third hole and it came out turd hole, I fucking lost it. (laughs) All right, here we go. Ric Flair has just been told by Wendy he's not allowed to leave the house. She's going to Egypt for vacation, but he can't leave. And here's his response.
4: For everybody in the world out there, listen, because I'm aware of the fact that we're talking to plumbers. We're talking to garbage collectors. We're talking to lawyers, doctors, scientists. We're talking to the whole world right now. And what we're talking about is Stark 887, Chi-Town Heat, a multi-million dollar production put on by one man, Jim Crockett, the main man in this sport. Now, you're talking about Dusty Rhodes and Luger, one of the greatest confrontations I'm sure to be seen anywhere. The package, my man versus the legend, the fans man. I'll tell you right now, I'm voting package. The Road Warriors want Arna dolly? maybe. But let me tell you something before I get the garbage. For Eddie Gilbert and Terry Taylor to walk out here and crack. And I want you to watch this real slow. The crack! on the National Wrestling Alliance. And keep in mind, I hate Nikita Koloff. Now you're talking about Ric Flair, because I'm a playboy, I'm a kid stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, chick flying, son of a gun. But I am the National Wrestling Alliance. And any Gilbert, there's not a man alive in the UWF that can whip me with one arm behind my back and the other one helping you. And that's the one of mine And if John Ayers can't find his way here, then I'm sure Jimmy Crackett can accommodate the public by buying the Denver Broncos and moving them to Atlanta, Georgia. Then maybe can get in a cab if he can walk that line and get over to this TV station. Now, Ronnie Garvin, you're right. There is no market for ex-world champions. That's why, pal, you're looking at a man that right now is walking the edge of life itself. Because... I got women to answer to, I got bankers, I got marketing people, I gotta live every day knowing that I'm an ex-champion and ex-champions don't float in this society. And I'll be damned if you'll see me sitting in a bar some night telling some floozy or some geek that I used to be the world champion. So it goes like this in Chicago. Chaita you, my friend, are wrestling a man possessed. You made a crack that I'm a challenger, that I'm an ex-champion. Well, in Chicago, buddy, you're going to be a dismantled ex-champion, who just happens to be the shortest-lived world champion of all time. And pal, let me say one more thing. They tell me the women in New York City are starved for the sight of a real man. Every woman wants a real man. For the N.W.A. It's coming to New York City. And brother, it's gonna be fur coats! Long live these! Bright lights! Big cities! Next of all.
0: Fans, let's go to the ring. Even his less than great ones were still pretty fucking good.
3: You damn right. You know what was great about that promo? This is this is how you do a promo.
0: His intensity.
3: Yeah. Plus the fact that he put over other matches, yeah, and other people. That's what made it great, to me. All the greats could do that. Uh, the mighty Wilbur. Mm-hmm. Come on, get in the ring, Wilbur. Get in the ring. He wants to shake people's hand. Now get in the ring. Seen a little too much of him today. Yeah, you're right. Man, you want to reach out and touch you, buddy. Rob
0: writes this. Dear Noah. Mm. I have a friend that hosts a successful podcast lineup, but one of his co-hosts is, well, how do you put it? He exhibits a bare minimum effort. How can we help motivate this person to promote the show? Find the long promised present and for fuck's sake dress better on television.
3: I would say, uh, I would go to this person and say, you need to retire from the WWE.
6: Are you expecting
3: a longer answer?
0: Nope. Miles wants to know, dear Noah, I have a precious item that a dear friend of mine has wanted for years. I believe it may be stored in the upper portion of my house. Should I take the time out of my busy week to find this item? Or just Shivani him some more.
3: I don't know what the term Shivani him some more means, but I can tell you that there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of companies out there, um, that will like uh, exterminating companies that will go to your, the upper reaches of your house and take everything out of the upper reaches of your house, which probably is your attic and do it for like $3,000. And so if you've got $3,000 that you want to spend, um, I would take that money And spend it and have them take the items out of your attic. And maybe you could find it then. However, if it were me, I would take that money and I would spend it on a sewing machine instead. Just
0: the lone deranger says, I I wanted a barber, but they gave me a butcher. Mm -hmm. Every time I ask him his name, all he does is shake his booty at me. What can I do?
3: Uh, find another butcher, a barber. You don't want to be booty shaking when you're getting clipped. How about at the at warlord Lord. here? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, man.
0: My God, a Wilbur promo.
4: Okay. Well, I'm just glad to be here. <coughs> what are you doing? What do uh, you think you're doing? I told you, you I never, mean, ever talk unless I tell you. You understand? Don't you ever
2: talk to these people unless I tell you. Wilbur, tell us where you came from, okay? Well, I'm from Hayward. I said, don't
4: you ever talk. This is my interview. I'll do the talking. There he goes again. Getting upset again. Old the head there. Don't, don't, don't you ever call
2: me put in the head! Get out of here. Get out of here. Out of here. Where, where'd you get the name pudding for him? That's, I want to know. We'd like to know that.
0: It is a fun little gimmick that. He wants him to be a badass, but it's just too nice. Putting Jones.
3: Thank you. Oh, here we go, buddy. Here we go. Come on.
2: For my mother because of what happened, and I'm going to tell you about it later on. But right now, I want to introduce the United States Tag Team Champion school girl's dream beautiful bobby and sweet stan the midnight express
0: rick Ryder and mike jackson mike jackson was just on impact earlier this year walking the top rope how crazy is that
3: good god and he's got to be in his 70s right yeah well let's hear from being in standing shape right
0: man i wish i could have Landed those, those belts were floating around those red U S tag straps before I was collecting wrestling stuff or even paying attention to wrestling. And mm-hmm. it changed hands several times and I could have had them damn it, but I was just out of the game.
3: Well, you probably could have it now. Couldn't you, if you nope. wanted to fork it, nope.
0: they went to Why, one of the, co- they went to one of the collectors who, uh, will never sell anything.
3: Oh. Well, maybe we need to send exterminator over to this guy's house.
0: Uh, that's a bad call. You're going to want to rewind that one. That guy could have you
3: killed. Really? Yep. I was just talking to, I wasn't talking about anything bad. I was talking about, you know, an extermination company, taking everything out of the attic and say, Hey, look at that. You want to sell that? And he'd probably say no, but you never know. Have you asked him before? Nope. A lot
6: of fear in that uh, response.
3: We had uh, Cornet on on mic, and during this time, and he would just talk through the entire match, and it it was great. I mean, we just really enjoyed Jim and the stuff he could do. He was so much fun. But even though he was fun, boy, he could get a lot of heat, couldn't he? He knew how to get heat, and still today. No, how to get eat, man. It's a, it's a talent.
6: Russian leg sweep, and that should be it.
3: No, we go do an Alabama jam, I guess.
0: We got to do that.
2: Mother, he is around too, because mother has ordered me to keep him with me at all times, just to make sure that no more of these unprovoked attacks go on. And wow. look
0: at it. Could do something else. What in the world is this? I have no idea. A top rope spine buster. Bobby Eaton. That's all she wrote. Sorry, Mr. Ryder, or whatever your name was. Hmm. Teddy Long knows the deal. Big Bubba knows the deal.
3: I don't think I've seen him. I don't think I've ever recall him doing this. I don't recall a lot as we know, but still man. See how Bobby just took that left arm out.
0: Yeah, but he Don't just let him me. fall on the right arm. Yeah, here's corny.
2: I'll tell you- I'm Rock and Roll Express, and let me tell everybody while I'm at it, the fact of the matter is it's the greatest tag team it's ever been. I've said that before, and Rock and Roll, you may blame the loss of your world tag team titles on the Midnight Express, but what really it is is you've got that separated shoulder and you've got that concussion and you've got that sickly, cancerous-looking body, Ricky Morton, that you shouldn't have never stuck in Jim Cornette's face. Well, i got my Midnight Express U.S. Tag Team Champions and i got Big Bubba Rogers, the man with the fist that's the hammer of the gods, and nobody is going to mess with us from now on. And see you next week. World Championship Wrestling.
1: <laughs>
3: I uh, saw the in the uh, credits there Tommy Edwards, the director, who went on to have a fine career at ESPN as director, and Dominique Esposito was our tape operator and used to be able to hear Tommy in the back go, God damn it, Neek. He would always, God damn it, Neek. He would always cuss and cuss needs tape operator, so that brings back memories too.
0: Well, we're gonna bring back a painful memory next week. I can't no. believe that what not for you. You weren't even watching. You were okay. You know, in some ballpark somewhere. Okay. Next week, we're going to watch the October 24th, 2005 Monday night raw from the save mart center in Fresno, California. <sighs> what about it? Stephanie, is going to announce that stone cold will not be at raw and stone cold will be at taboo Tuesday. And if he can beat the coach in a match where the fans pick the stipulation, Jim Ross will get his job back. Jim Ross is a week or two off of being fired here. And if coach somehow wins, then stone cold will join Jr in the unemployment line. That's all Stephanie's promo. And then Vince McMahon later comes to the ring to announce his big surprise. And he's been teasing this. And the big surprise is footage of Jim Ross's colon surgery. Jesus. And Dr. Heine performs the surgery. Dr. Heine is played by Mr. Vince McMahon. And Mr. Vince McMahon figures out that good old Jr.'s problem was he had his own head up his ass. Right. And we're going to watch it next week here and let you rant and rave about the WWE here on WHW.
3: I think I've ranted and raved about it before because I first discovered this by reading uh, Under the Black Hat. And then I went back and watched it and got angrier and angrier about it. Because Jim was legitimately in, in sick and bad shape at this time. What, 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 what type of person? Anyway, we'll talk about
0: it next. JR week. literally watched it from the, the hospital. hospital, right? It's unbelievable, but you know, I know sometimes we say, Tony, we wish you would have stuck around wrestling, but you see stuff like that and you're like, nope. Glad I got the fuck out for a little while. Yeah. Well, you're not kidding. So that's what we're doing next week. We'll finish out the month of October with Halloween Havoc 1989 and, uh, of course, you're going to get all these shows early and ad-free over at adfreeshows.com. And, of course, over at patreon.com forward slash Monday. Uh, Heroes of Wrestling will be a pay-per-view we're going to be covering as a bonus as well. Arguably one of the worst pay-per-views in history. Uh, going to be lots of opportunities to track it. Uh, but that is not on the WWE Network, so it will be on our Patreons. Uh, but, Tony, right now, it feels like it's about that time.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Justin Zimmerman is coming to the ring, and he has a cell phone in his hand, and he says, warning to all the old creeps out there, do not text my wife after midnight. And look, my gosh, he is also wearing a SWAT uniform, and he has a big... Oh, I don't know who's been texting Justin Zimmerman's wife, but he better be careful and not do it ever, ever again. He may be the same guy that's collecting all these belts that Conrad wants and won't sell them because he'll have you killed. You never know who we're going to unearth here and what happened when. And by the way, Dave Silva, stop driving a car. Until next week, we'll see you on What Happened When? On Wednesdays, we are on Westwood One. But Mondays, we come to you on
0: patron that's patreon.com forward slash whw monday and of course AdFreeShows.com. hey you know the person justin zimmerman was talking about was you right
3: uh no
0: wait are you not texting chelsea uh no why is your voice getting real high i don't know i was i just i think it's the phlegm here's what i know it's you or jim ross Cause it ain't Excalibur (laughs) we gotta go. We're desperately out of time. The most
3: hated jeweler in America is excited to introduce you to someone very special. She's beautiful, classy, and she's brilliant. She will dazzle you. People can't stop staring at her. Meet Krista. She is easy. Wait, 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 what (laughs) Krista is Steven Singer's most loved engagement ring and takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, 100% eye flawless, near colorless, high quality round brilliant cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany setting that will withstand the test of time. Krista is available. She's ready for love and ready to meet you. Steven Singer isn't in the jewelry business. He's in the love business. This magnificent full one carat round brilliant cut diamond is only thirty one ninety eight. Real jewelry doesn't have to be expensive plus free shipping and 12 months interest-free financing. Stephen's showroom is open by appointment only, or go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on the Krista Ready for Love engagement ring. Stephen Singer Jewelers, real jewelry, real experts for your real love. That's
0: IHateStevenSinger.com. SaveWithConrad.com makes saving money fast and easy, but don't take my word for it. Just ask Brian in Topeka, Kansas. He left us a five-star review and wrote Conrad Thompson and his team helped me and my wife own a home. Thanks for helping us with the best decision of our lives. No, thank you, Brian, for trusting us with your single biggest investment. What about David over in Manassas park, Virginia? He left us a five-star review and wrote, I'll be honest. I was hesitant at first to use a lender. I'd never heard of before. However, Jimmy and Jennifer made the whole process easy and I got a great interest rate as well. In past experiences, I hated dealing with lenders because the whole process was always a mess and created nonstop headaches. SaveWithConrad.com made the process streamlined and straightforward. I will recommend them to all my friends and family going forward. What about Veronica in Oakdale, California? She left us a five-star review and said, Derek is great. We had 20 years left on our mortgage. We took out some cash. We're still at 20 years and her payment only went up $80 and the interest rate is under 3%. Think about that. The cash you've been looking for, it's hiding in your house. Find out how much money you can save right now for free and how great our five-star service is at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. That's savewithconrad.com.